Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. gonna go unmuted we're just gonna hear you crunching away there yep. or it's gonna be like we're gonna take a break i've got serious heartburn we'll be back <laughs> <laughs> oh, i need a second the, the content's fine second. i just need a second Why? Well, that's a wrap this. brought to you by pepto-bismol oh upset <laughs> stomach diarrhea or canola oil or brought to you by Oregon Trail, the only game we could die of dysentery. <laughs> dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's probably not the only game, but, you know, it's like the, the most famous one. I mean, that is, that is. what other games could you dive dysentery and wear it on your sleeve like a badge? <laughs> 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 Poo jokes brought to you by Peppa Bismarck. <laughs> listen, I, I wish I had a mute button, but I don't. And I don't want to turn off my microphone, so you're going to have to listen to me chew. Welcome to That's a Rap Podcast. If you're still podcast, listening. If you're still listening. Hi, <laughs> Raptors fans, full Raptors fans. My friends, Jay, Dre, Raptors basketball is not officially back. It's coming back. Uh, they are scheduled to, well, we're dating this on a, uh, October 14th. On a Friday, they're going. They're in uh, Montreal right now. They're going to play the Boston Celtics for their final preseason games. And then finally, tips off. Season begins on October 19th versus the Cavaliers. And my friends, we do this every year. It's time for predictions. I love it. I can't wait to be wrong. So this time I was thinking that we could actually, Jay, I'm pretty sure you do write this down anyways, or you have some sort of Excel sheet or something like that. Excel sheets open, buddy. Yo, they're perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Because don't even need to ask. We, we definitely need to go back by the end of this season and see where we're at, see who is even close, merely close uh, with our predictions. I think we're I think we we've we, we done fairly fine the last couple of seasons, but <laughs> no. maybe this time we'll we'll stamp this and we'll say we are going to at the end of the season. We will go back. We will look at the standings and see how we've done. So the first thing I want to do is the team predictions. We'll do the whole, you know, champs. We'll do the individual awards as well. But first things first, I want to know maybe we can go one one by one dre maybe come first jay and then myself but let's do the team predictions of like the east standings now again there is going to be uh we're gonna put one through ten because of the play-in tournament yeah we don't care if you didn't make the playoffs because the rest (laughs) oh sorry now you have to leave that i i e i e you know screw the charlotte hornets um Let's Dre. How about you start first? Let's go with the Eastern stand, East standings, uh, one through ten. Uh, Jay, you got the pen ready. Uh, uh, I'm typing, baby. There you go. Let's go. Who do you have from oh, one God. to ten? Let's hear it. Okay. Jeez. Uh, I mean, I, what I can happily say is that the East is uh, is really good again. Um, I mean. I'm excited. I mean, the East might actually be better than the West this year. So this is, this is going to be tough. Um, this, 
there's parody and then there's also parody p-a-r-o-d-y mm. when you look at like the mix and the magic and, <laughs> and the phasers anyway um <laughs> let's ignore all that so uh first things first i feel like even though there's like been a change in coach there hasn't been much to hinder this team i'm gonna go out on a limb and say the celtics are gonna be number one okay but not by not by much i feel like it's gonna be very similar to what we had last year i feel like i'm gonna go with milwaukee at at two 76ers at three and i feel like these are a lot of teams that are going to basically repeat what they were like last year having said that i'm gonna go and this might get me into a bit of hot water here but i can't deny this lineup and i feel like i'm gonna be wrong and i feel like jay's gonna be like well actually according to these stats the defense is awful (laughs) um i'm gonna go with the cavaliers at four i think that lineup is really good i think that lineup is scarily good at number okay. five, we're slept on too often, but not not now, even though I'm sure everyone, everyone here is going to rate them higher than I did. I'm going to go with the Raptors. Nice. I feel like we're going to have a hot season. And even though I'm a big fan of theirs, Miami's inconsistent, and it's a very tough East. So I'm going to go uh, number six with Miami. Mm. Um, and so I don't eat my words uh, too, too much. I'm going to go with the Nets at seven. I mean, I don't think they're great, and I don't think they're going to be gelling too well, but they still have undeniable talent, and I feel like that has to be taken into consideration. I feel like the Chicago Bulls, who are also being slept on, but it's not because they're going to be bad. I just feel like it's going to be too tough in the East. Um, The Bulls had that impressive run, yes. Um, Are they going to do it again? No. But are they awful? No. So I'm going to say Chicago is going to be the eight. Um, and then fighting in for that play-in tournament spot, uh, I'm going to go with number nine, let's say the Hawks. And then number 10, oh, the hell if I know. Um, <laughs> let's let's say LaMelo Ball is the chosen one, the Hornets. I mean, who okay. else do I have to pick? I mean, from here on out, this is where it gets disastrously bad. Yeah, it does Did I forget get anyone? Disa- no, 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 you're good. You're good. It okay. does get, like, it's that tenth spot in lower where things get really ugly. I just wasn't sure if yeah. I was, like, missing. I know I said Milwaukee, but, like, deep down, I'm like, did I miss Milwaukee? How are we already at Indiana and Washington? Like, how are we already here? Uh, look, I, I love Bradley Beal, but get out of Washington, man. Um, Okay, so I'm, I'm going to stick by my, my selection. Cool. Well done. Well done. It is true. Like the from one to five, six to ten, and then eleven to fifteen. All like in those three tiers, it could be a crapshoot. Just throw whatever sticks to the wall, and you'll probably see what happens. But like right around last, (laughs) yeah. If there was a sixteenth team or something like that, but it it's it's hard. Like this, I think the East is so much better than the West right now. Uh, Maybe well, maybe not too much, but I I do think that like talent wise, I I I feel like they're better, but so much. The competition-wise, I think okay. it's just more. I think it's going when to be we start more... going through the West, you'll you'll start to see that there's the drop-off in the West happens a lot earlier. That's true. Yeah, than, than yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true, but... were, you were able to reel off eight solid teams there. That's true. It was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But the West, I feel like the top teams are pretty strong. But yeah. there's fewer then, of yeah. them to your to yeah. both of your points. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, okay, that's not a bad pick. Uh, let's lock that in, Dre. Unless you want to, <laughs> I've locked it in. It's already in the Knicks. You, you want to put the Knicks? You want to put the Knicks at four or something like that? We'll see what happens. Uh, Jay, <laughs> uh, uh, four sucking more like it. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, how about you? East standings. Let's go, brother. Uh, okay, so I'll reel through all of them and I'll go with explanations after. We've got Boston at one, Philly at two, Miami at three, Toronto at four, Milwaukee at five, Brooklyn at six, Atlanta seven, Cleveland is eight, Bulls at nine, and the Wizards at ten. Okay, now let's go through some explanations here. Uh, a couple of things that I'm entering the season with, and I think that, and I think I may have mentioned this in the previous pod, but I think age is going to become a factor for one of two teams, the Miami Heat and the Bucks. So for now, I'm going to go a little contrarian. Many folks have the Bucks finishing somewhere one, two, or three. I've got them down at five because I think that, you know, this is what we were talking about when we were, we were saying that Giannis 
should not resign with the Bucks, that he should think about coming to Toronto because as as we pointed out at the time, like majority of their core all over the age of 30. So he's one of the younger ones, surprisingly, despite how many years he's been in the NBA. I have my doubts about them. I, you know, I will probably be proved wrong because they are a team that consistently do well, but I don't know. I get this sneaking feeling that, that age and health is going to be a concern for the Bucks. Um, similar with the Heat, I could have had them as high as two, actually, but um, I'll, I'll dock them a couple of wins and, and bump up Philly here. Um, and one of the odds makers that I like to follow, uh, 538, I love their stats. Uh, I love going to that page. They actually have the Hawks all the way up at number two. Well, who does? You guys Damn. Have. Yeah. And who usually does? I turn to them, Five, uh, 538. 538. So the I Hawks. Usually, because the East is so, uh, there's a lot of parity in the East that, you know, the difference, you know, win and a loss is, is like the difference in three or four spots in the standing. So while Atlanta's only quote unquote predicted to have about 51 wins by their system, that actually was good enough for second because everyone is bunched at 50 or 49. So that's how they kind of snuck up there. But in the actuality, they're, they're not even the top five best teams in the east so i like the, the hawks reason, i don't know the reason yeah and, and i, I know, don't crap on them I or anything but two above philly above miami above i will say this Drake, you had them at nine i really wanted to put them down there but because of that alone that i had to bump them up a few more that's why i got them at seven but you guys know my doubts already about how dejounte murray is going to build with that team and their lack mm. of shooting so um that's kind of where i sit and then fi- final point on this um uh, on the last two spots here um, the Bulls are still going to be without Lonzo for quite a while. They, they yeah. are not as good as they looked last year. So they're due to plummet. But at the same time, it's like the rest of the, the East isn't that great. Um, I've got Washington up here. Really, you can throw anyone here. Um, Detroit can be your surprise team. Uh, Charlotte can somehow make it here just because everyone else sucks. New York can get here because of Brunson. I'm just going to slot in Washington because the moves they made seem at least decent it doesn't look like they're trying to tank um i, I foresee a, a comeback year for Przingis. so yeah uh, i've got washington as the 10 but you can sway me either way um jason Pingus, yep. Pingus. Pingus, Pingus. Um, I, I think right now we're, we're all relatively the same kind of we have like the the top ones uh like the one through four pretty uh pretty uh similar um but I don't know about the Hawks at two. I like them. I like the Hawks. I just don't know if they're going to be no, at two. Okay. You got them. You got them. Give us your list. It's not that okay. bad, but the Hawks above those other teams? Okay, anyway, yeah, sorry. I don't think sorry, so, too. Okay. These, are, we point out, these are regular season standings, right? Like, like by the end of the day, the Hawks are not even making it out of the first round, right? I mean, Oof, yeah. we're, we're giving our standings here. We're not giving how we yeah. think they'll finish by the end of the playoffs, right? No, of course. Okay. But like, still, yeah. the standings, like, look at the people that they have to face, like, let's argue, and they're, like, in their division alone, or, like... No, their division's actually pretty easy. Um, they've, they've okay, got the now that I'm looking at it, yeah. They've got the Hornets, like, <laughs> okay. they've got the easier division. Hey, if this was how the playoff standings used to be, where it's, like, the division leaders were at the top, they'd for sure be a third. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, anyway, sorry, uh, sorry, Jason, please continue. Okay, how about this? Real quick, 4-5 matchup, Hawks-Raptors. Who do you guys have? All the Raptors. Raptors. Wow. And that's not, that's not even a bias. Like, look, they have Trey Young, who is, okay, don't kill me. Arguably better than anybody on our team, but we have a team. We have a little bit of depth. I feel like not to discredit the Hawks because they have quite a few great players. The Hawks have been like, pesky when they face the Raptors, though. They, that's they, true. They're very pesky. Yeah, that's true. it's a really. Thing, right? I think I that's like the thing of, about a best of seven. We would win. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think so too. But I don't think it'd be a blowout. I think no. it'd probably be like like uh, up to six or seven. Like, they're a I, good I feel, team. They're for sure mm-hmm. a good team. So what you're saying is, in your standings, they're four or five. No, they're not because the East is really good. <laughs> no, no, for, okay, yeah, the East. Well, that's hypothetically speaking, but that that's that's not where I have them. I'm I'm looking realistically. So okay, my East standings. I got the number one. I got the Bucks, two Celtics, three Seventy Sixers, Heat at four, Raptors at five, Nets at six, Hawks seven, Cavs in the eighth. Bulls at nine and Wiz at ten. Okay, so, so pretty similar. Pretty similar. Pretty similar. Yeah, I, our I, bottom five are identical. Meaning. I'm probably gonna be wrong about Charlotte, um, but I also don't like the Wizards. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, I think it kind of depends on if you know Porzingis 
goes anywhere beyond like what he was in Dallas or something like, it, I, which like I, Bradley, I don't think so. Bradley Beal is going to be Bradley Beal. He's going to average like 30, but how, how many games is he actually going to play? You know, how many, like, again, it's, it's a 10 spot. Like who it really doesn't matter. I don't with, without, without uh, Lonzo, I'm pretty sure the, the bulls are going to be a crapshoot. Like it's going to be hard with Debo and Caruso leading the way. Uh, that's a, that's a really young team, but with a, it was, it was hard to pick between the Raptors, Nets, Hawks and Cavs because of all those storylines. I think the rap, obviously like trying to bias the side, if all of this was standing if, is, you know, withstanding injuries, right? If you have a completely healthy Raptors team, if you have a completely healthy Fred Van Vliet, Scotty Barnes, Siakam, they're going to surprise a lot of people, like, all the time, right? Nobody watches the freaking Raptors. No no one cares for for what they do, what they've done. Um, I, I'm mostly thinking about the media, really. So it's going to – they're going to surprise a lot of people uh, and – I, th- I think that the Raptors are going to be higher than what I think the over under is like 45. I think they're going to go over that. Um, oh, they're at uh, yeah. 46 and a half. There, there are three different half, numbers. Yeah. There's 45, 46 and 47, all point fives. It's not certain, but we could, we, could bra- we could break 50. Come on. I think yeah. I think we had it was 48 last year and look at all, all the things we had to endure last year. We're going to be a better yeah. team this year. So 50 that's, is that's very true. attainable. I yep. think I'm thinking around the 48, 49. Yeah, for sure. So um, we're all in agreement that like the Knicks aren't going to get the, like, you know, get a good spot, Indiana, all that stuff. We're in agreement. Yeah. All of it. None, none of us have the, the Knicks in the playoffs. Well, then congratulations <laughs> to the Pacers, the Pistons and the Knicks. You are a part of the Victor Webb and Yama sweepstakes. that's the whole point that is the whole point uh okay so it's pretty similar for us for the easter standings um let's go on to the west west is going to be pretty interesting uh dre let's do the same thing west standings for you Ooh, the jazz for sure aren't going to be what i used to project them as which is pretty high at the top they might actually be uh below oklahoma city thunder so um they're also part of the Victor sweepstakes, but so best of luck. So, one hundred percent. As soon as, as soon as they traded Donovan and Gobert, yeah, they're 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 in the Wambe. I I don't know what they were thinking. Anyway, so, oh, this one is tough because I can't even discern who's going to be number one. Unlike the East, I could be like, okay, these are undeniable number ones. Um, I'm trying to think of the age thing as well, like like you were, Jay. So I'm not going to place the Suns at number one. I'm going to make a hot prediction, a hot and probably very wrong prediction. And it could be a, a bias. I feel like Luca's going to have that final wow. eventual <laughs> MVP season that everyone's been hoping for. And I'm going to say the Mavericks by... Like you said bias. I thought you were going to put the T wolves at number one. Jeez. Well, just just wait for that. Uh, the uh, by like one or two games, it's not going to be by much. But I feel like the Mavericks are going to take number one. I feel like the uh, God. Trey, if you were a betting God. man, you you would win so much money if this was right. I know who your MVP choice is. Uh, Tinkus Pingus. Anyway, so <laughs> off of the Mavericks, of course. Uh, off of the, okay. Oh God, who do I go with number two? Number two, uh, Jesus. Okay, yeah, right. Because, and I don't want to be wrong, but because they're both back and healthy, I assume, and they have John Wall. I'm going to go with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Number okay. three, I'm going to put the Nuggets because we've got Jamal Murray back. Number four, and that doesn't mean that they're going to do well in the playoffs, but number four, I'm going to put the T-Wolves. Five, I'm going to put the Suns, because I'm like considering their age, but at the same time, they still have a lot of good stuff going on. But they also have a lot of uh, locker room toxicity at this point with Aiden and whatnot. Um, I know they lost to like a 36ers team, but like let's be realistic, guys. Um, I say with my terrible predictions, by the way. Uh, number six, though. Oh my god. Um, a, a lot of these teams aren't necessarily great. Uh, number six, I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies. Uh, I feel like right. John, John, his team being as high as they were last year was indicative of last year. This is a new year, but I still think they're gonna do pretty well. Um, seven, I'm gonna place the. 
I can't place the Jazz. Uh, I think I'm going to cut you off here. I think you have forgotten the team. Okay, what's that? You've forgotten the defending champions. Oh, yes. shit. Yes, I have. Okay, So where are you going to slot them in? <laughs> I'm going to slot them in at four. So after the Nuggets. So uh, four okay, and then call. fifth. I, I did forget. Thank you very much. Um, uh, fifth, I'm going to go with the T-Wolves. And then six, uh, the Suns, I guess. So now I'm at seven. Thank goodness. Oh, I feel like I'm like yeah. Seventh, you've got the Grizzlies. Seventh, I've got the Grizzlies. Everyone down one, right? Yeah. Okay. So now we're at the eight. Yeah. Uh, God, I'm like sweating buckets here. I'm gonna go. Uh, Zion's back. I'm gonna go with the Pelicans. Number nine, I'm gonna go the Lakers, and number ten, I'm gonna go the Trailblazers. Because good God, I mean, some of these some of these teams are slim pickings. Like we've got the Rockets, the the Spurs. The Jazz? Mm -hmm. We don't got the Jazz this year. Sorry, Tribe. Um, Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Some, uh, uh, oh, and who could forget outside of the playoffs forgetting them every single year for two decades? The Kings. So, right. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I'm not certain, but I, I'm gonna have to go with that. Okay. Maybe the maybe the West is a bit of a is a bit of a mess. Kind yeah. of right. Like it. It was. It was a crapshoot for see who was the top of the East. And then you go into the West and after like one, two and three, you're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you just throw anybody in the wall and you, you, you might see what sticks. Uh, okay. That was pretty tough for, for Dre. I can tell Jay. I feel like I lost 10 pounds. <laughs> you're still sweating, man. You're like yeah. the, you're like the Jordan Peele. Uh, <laughs> now. Jay, West Adams, bro. Uh, yeah, I agree with Dre in terms of like the the return of Jamal Murray is going to make a huge difference here. Uh, Denver, I've got number one. Wow. Uh, got the, yeah, yeah, they're Damn. man. Look at how good they were last year without Jamal Murray, right? That's uh, so. Anyways, I got I got the Nuggets at number one, Warriors at number two, Grizz at three, Mavericks at four, Phoenix at five, Clippers at six. T-Wolves 7, Pelicans at 8, Lillard at 9, <laughs> just, Lillard. <laughs> just Lillard, uh, not and the forget Chauncey Billups. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, rounding out 10, again, this is kind of similar to the East. Like, I can pick anyone here. It doesn't really yeah. matter. So I'm going to go with the Sacramento Kings because... Nice. Man, how hilarious would it be if the Lakers, who don't have a draft pick, have to not draft in this incredibly stacked draft six man um, of the year wessel rest book i tell you it's yeah happen. he's yeah it's a, he's already 600 man just, of the year this is such a mess such a mess that team <laughs> I, I cannot i cannot choose this team to make the playoffs um and then it's, it's actually, kind of fun like, though it's, it's fun kind of, watching it's from fun. behind. Come on, let's be real. Like it is. It is. nobody really is outside of Lakers Nation. Nobody is sad that Lakers are this bad. It's pretty fun it's to true. watch. And like as much as we get used to make fun, making fun of the Kings not making it every year, like I think they can almost make it by default because everyone else below them is just not there, good, right? Like yeah. Houston, Thunder, Spurs, yeah. Jazz. Everyone's tanking for Wemby. Really. They just have to do better than the Lakers, and uh, yeah. that's not that tall of a task the way things are currently standing. I kind of hope I that know they this... don't because I don't want the Lakers to get Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> like I told, well, they them. can't. Okay, good. Because yeah, they, they have, have uh, as part of the Antonio uh, Anthony Davis, the Lakers could even win the lottery, but then they have to swap it with the Pelicans. So, uh, oh, wouldn't that, that be trade like... keeps coming back? Like the best yeah. they can do is because the part of that trade was the uh, uh, swap rights meaning the Pelicans can swap with them. So the best that they can do is that the Pelicans and the Lakers finish 1-2 in the draft lottery. Then Pelicans would swap with them, take the number one spot, the Lakers take the number two. That's the best case scenario. That's amazing. The Lakers. That's amazing. I, did you ever see that um, video of Anthony Davis playing 2K as Anthony Davis and getting injured? In <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hilarious like that's that's so rough say what you want about those um, numbers but that's accurate yeah like i so so uh spoilers i do have the kings at 10 too but is i know this might be a little bit too soon but like it's like the jays where the jays all they they didn't do better than last year they just kind of stayed the same but everyone else 
didn't do very well, so they made it to the wild card by default. So I think that's what the Kings are going to do. <laughs> They're just going to like stay put and wait for the Lakers to implode as as usual. Yeah. And they give up My... a ton of the leads, but okay. Man, that's fair. Jay's casting some strays on this pod. Ooh, it was on Thanksgiving. It was brutal. That was brutal. That had to be like. Well, I, my Thanksgiving. I had it on Saturday. From Leafs losing three one to Boston game seven, or this, or this one having an eight one lead. Like, which one is worse? Well, the Leafs because that's multiple games, and they have Austin Matthews and all these. Suppose that you know Vladimir Guerrero is still like super duper young. Like at this point, I feel like the Leafs I, should have done something by now. I agree with you. I do agree with you. The three one losses. Well, let's okay, well let's let's yeah let's let's stop shitting on Toronto teams. Okay, uh, my West standings. Uh, it's you know what we're all very different when it comes to the West, which I love. So my West standings. Number one, I got the Clippers. Number two, I got the Suns. Three, I got the Grizzlies. Number four, I got the Warriors. Five, I got the Pelicans. Six, Mavs. Seven, Nuggets. Eight, the Timberwolves. Nine, the Lakers. And number 10, the Kings. So now that is different. Yeah, that is quite. All of us were different, man. Different. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I feel I stupid putting the Mavericks first, but let's see. I, I just want to be different. But we should, yeah, exactly. We 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 shall see. I think the resurgence. Uh, I really do believe in the resurgence of Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi is still Kawhi. He just he comes to the work every day, just as a different. You know, it, it's a job to him. For <laughs> basketball is a job to him, and and I think he he's ready to he's ready to go again. I can't discredit the Suns, even though that they like shat the bed in Game Seven against the Mavs. I just can't discredit them. I think they're still really good, even with uh, eight and not really want to be there. They're still there. They're still all together there. Um, I have so much hype, and I'm I'm on the on the uh, hype train. I'm on I'm on the. Uh, bandwagon when it comes to the Grizz. So I, I feel like it's, you know, they're getting closer to their time. You know, uh, Warriors is going to Warriors. Uh, I, I think with the with the Pelicans, um, when you have another year of CJ now with a healthy Zion, with Jonas uh, still there and, and Brendan Ingram, I think it's going to be a great, I think that's going to be a great team. Mavs, you know, I mean, for, it's going to be Luka, but Luka still still doesn't really have anything. I mean, they lost Jalen Jalen Brunson, which doesn't really seem too much, but I mean, the only person that was uh, handling outside of Luka was Jalen. So I, I still don't think the Mavs can go over that hump. Um, when it comes to the Nuggets, uh, I think I think Jokic is still fantastic, but you're going to accumulate uh, back a Jamal Murray that you has. It, it, lost here and that's going to take some time for him to get used to um i still think the timber will suck to be honest even with rudy and i can't wait to watch the lakers implode and of course when it when it comes to the kings just just give them something just give this king something even if it's a play-in tournament like i want to see some uh i want to see some patrick beverly i uh, don't celebration you know winning the winning the play-in tournament that's what i want to see I but that's that's my that's my Western predictions, man. How did we do, Jay? Every everybody completely the, the West. See, this thing is as as we kind of predicted. The West is all over the place, right? Like I have yep. Denver at one, you have Denver at seven, right? The yep. only time we had a, a discrepancy that large in the on the East side was when you had the Bucks at one and I had them at five, or Dre had Cleveland at four, me and you had him had Cleveland at eight, right? That's a difference mm-hmm. of four spots. Whereas the, mm-hmm. the West, we're all over the place here, right? We're all over the place. This Dre's got Dallas at one. You've got Dallas at six. I'm like, starting to regret yeah. my decision. Can I like <laughs> uh, move them down to, let's say, four and just move everybody up? So Clippers at one. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever you want, man, we're going to lock it in now. Uh, and, and we'll see by the end of the year. We'll see who's standings. Uh, predictions were pretty close. Now, not let's mine. go to the heavy hitters. East champs, West champs. Who comes Ooh. out of the East, Dre? Who comes out of the West, Dre? Oh, God. See, this is the problem. I always have to start. Uh, <laughs> so let's see. Um, out of the East, you know what? Out of the East, a lot of people are calling it. A lot of people are saying this could be yet another MVP caliber season for Giannis. Um, do I feel that way, though? Like, are they going to come out of the East? Okay, let, let me weigh all of my options because the East is tough. Um, mm. I don't think it's going to be the Celtics. 
which is interesting. Okay. I know I have them as like my number one, but uh, we've noticed the uh, the choking capability. You know, now that they've made a finals, will that change? I don't know, but I feel like they haven't changed enough to get maybe over that hump. But they will be great during the season. Uh, uh, will it finally be a beat's time? Uh, but no, it won't be because of who, who they have coaching. Uh, I'm just going to say the Bucks. The Bucks are coming out of the East again on Giannis's okay. broad shoulders and uh, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday being the best wingmen one can have. Yeah. Okay. What about the West? Oh God. Now you're really asking the tough questions. Uh, yeah, this one's tough. So on one hand, we could just say the Warriors are going to have another standout year, but I feel like they went heavily against the odds last year. I seriously feel like even though they're a fantastic team, they were going against the odds, and I don't feel like those are the types of teams that make it out necessarily. Will the Clippers hold it together that long? That's another question. Mm. Um, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say, because this could have easily happened in in the bubble it was very close to happening kind of i'm gonna say denver denver Woo! <laughs> you guys have denver really high hey the, yeah, look at what i like it no I, off on his i don't own i'm not shitting on denver now i think denver is fantastic i just i oh that's that's a tough one for me that's a tough one to see denver coming out I would love it. I would love to see Jamal Murray freaking Jokic the West wouldn't just be a two-time MVP for no reason. Like you could Fair be point. a one-time MVP and not really make the most of it ever again, but a two-time back-to-back, yeah, it's for a reason. And the fact that he they finally have um, Jamal Murray back, they've got a few pieces. I'm just gonna say Denver. I'm not certain about it, but why not? I mean, do your champ there? Yeah, no? let's let's hear. Let's, so you got so the Bucks versus. Versus the Nuggets, uh, who you got winning it this year? This is where it gets tough. I feel like Milwaukee's a more complete team, so I'm gonna go with Milwaukee in in six. Uh-huh. Milwaukee in six, but that'll be a I hell like of a finals. I would love to watch that. Damn, some, but too bad that's not gonna wishes. happen because I'm awful at predicting. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, that's the fun about it, man. Jay, what do you got, man? East champs, West champs, and the eventual champions. I talk with a bunch of different ideas here, but you know Dre's right in terms of Philly will always be held back by their coach, um, and I really wanted to put in the Clippers too on the West. But we haven't seen what this team is fully healthy for a full like for any stretch, right? So mm. that's a lot to ask uh, a team to climb that mountain uh, in their first real full season together. Um, I don't know. I, I and also there there are also always health concerns going to be there for for Kawhi and PG regardless of if it's fair or not. So yeah, as much fair. as I want to give it to the Clippers, I can't. Um, so I'm going to have the rematch from last year. We haven't had that in a while, have we? No, we have. It's going to be Boston. It's going to be the Warriors. I think Boston are so good that are are, are so close. That I wouldn't be surprised if they make some big swing. I mean, you could see them. They, they can still dangle Jalen Brown out there if, if KD became available again, right? So I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that, like, Boston is good as is to defend their, their championship, but, like, also, oh, sorry, defend their, their East championship. But also, they have the tools to even make themselves better if they if a KD deal were to come up again or some other disgruntled superstar comes out that they're disgruntled, right? So... Mm-hmm. Uh, I unfortunately like how Boston's headed. Uh, I think the Warriors are, you know how we talk about the Raptors are going to be better this year because of internal growth. Man, the Warriors are going to be better because of internal growth. Right? Kuminga's coming up. Wiseman, we're finally going to see him. This is a team that's on the rise. Punch so, a dude uh, in the face. That's sure to bring up morale, I guess. <laughs> I was trying to do a Golden State thing without bringing that up, but uh, <laughs> it's impossible. Yes. Um, but yeah, in the rematch this time, I'll give it to to Boston. I'll oh, talk about the rematch uh, between Poole and Draymond. Okay, that makes nah. sense. <laughs> that's a, that's on Sunday night. <laughs> WCW against uh, the Paul so brothers. Sorry, <laughs> you got it. You got the so you got the Celtics and the Warriors uh, rematch. Boston in seven. Wow. Ooh. Okay, so you and think I Boston's gonna reclaim no, the uh, the most championships of all time? Yes. Yes, I do, and I wow. hate myself. 
<laughs> that hurts. I, I, I whenever we uh, bleed green on these. No, on these no, no. We are not bleeding green. It hurts. I'm just, I just want to <laughs> sound like a, uh, a Nostradamus. That's it. East champs for me. I'm going. I'm also going with the with the Bucks, and Ooh. the West champs. I'm going also going with the Warriors. So I'm taking both uh, tops of both of you guys, and for the champs for the for the uh, eventual champs or prediction champs, I'm going to go with the Bucks again. The reason being hey, is because uh, six. My my thought process because the Warriors are probably going to come out because of experience. I'm thinking both ways. Bucks and Warriors have have experience in both their teams. Their con- continuity, uh, experience in the playoffs. Um, but this time, the the superstar of superstar Giannis is going. He's just so good. He is so good. You can't put Draymond in him. You can't put uh, Wiggins on him. Yes, Steph Curry is going to Steph Curry. He's going to be incredible for those two wins. Uh, but Giannis is just too good. And if we have a healthy Chris Middleton, as well as a, a Jingles, uh, Joe Ingles this year, um, with a Drew Holiday, I mean, I think I think Giannis is just have has such a good supporting uh, while he's such a great superstar. I think this is another champion for the Bucks. I'm also bleeding green on this one. Ugh. Ugh. Quick, Ugh. Uh, quick shout out to uh, Ben Simmons, who actually, I know it's a preseason game, but was like um, basically shutting down Giannis. So, hey, I mean, there's also that side of things. Maybe yeah, there's also a little that. too hard on the Nets, but hey. <laughs> yeah, but all those air balls, man. All so those air balls. Oh, I haven't forgotten about those, but you know, there, there's more to the game than shooting, which we forget when it comes to the Good old Ben Simmons. Now that all of That's that drama fair. is finished, uh, still a hell of a defender. All right, oh, so man. I got, I got the Bucks uh, on top. Jay, you got the Celtics on top, and Dre, you got the Nuggets on top. I like. Oh, I got the, the Bucks. Bucks. Oh, you got the Bucks too. Sorry. You both have Bucks and six. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, let us know what your predictions are when it comes to the East standings, West standings, as well as the conference finals and the eventual champs. We, we love doing these types of predictions. By the end of the season, we'll look back and we'll see who was crazy and who was just kind of lucky. But let's take a little bit of a break. We'll come back and we'll do some individual awards. Talk to you soon. actually tried pepto like what is it oh taste it's like? really good is it really it it's okay. just like pink slushy really to me well it it tastes fine for medicine which is part of the appeal and then it seems to really work but like the real lifesaver here is gaviscon when it comes to heartburn that stuff works immediately when it comes to other stuff like gaviscon we just lost our pepto sponsorship man <laughs> no we're trying we're reviving for the gaviscon oh, okay this is what we're doing we're, we're, yeah, hey we're doing. look we're just uh, pepto is one thing but gaviscon is like you've got to get the mixed berry one <laughs> if you get like the caramel or the mint those taste like absolute shit which is the last thing you want when you feel like that so um I just okay, if you, you have heartburn lot, or if you have Sorry. indigestion, just go to Dre because he knows <laughs> it all. Well, welcome back. <laughs> Don't take care That's of a myself. We'll go back to That's a Rep Podcast, a podcast by Raptors fans for Raptors fans. In the first half of this episode, we went through some East and West standing standing uh, predictions as well as who's going to come out the East, who's going to come out the West, as well as the eventual champions. Uh, but after the entire seasons we got some individual awards we got six awards that i want to do some prediction over so let's go through them let's go one by one and jay this time you're going to start let's go let's see who you got for six men of the year who do you got six men of the year all right so i went through some uh, betting sites so i'll offer you guys some help here in terms of like who are the betting favorites Thank you. in order uh six man of the year the betting favorites are jordan Poole. Christian Wood, Tyler Hero, 
Norman Powell, Malcolm Brogdon, and Bones Highland. Those are your top six in terms of, I think I was on, I want to say. I think we're forgetting someone here. Uh, We are, but uh, according to the odds, they weren't listed as one of the top five. So (laughs) I'm actually sticking with the odds here and going with the odds on favorite. I'm going to go with Jordan Poole because (laughs) if I'm to believe that the Warriors are going to finish number two in the West, if I believe that there is internal growth, if I believe that they're going to eventually make the finals again, there has to be a belief that this team is much more than just Curry, right? And and Clay and, and Draymond when he's not punching people. So like I think the people Jordan hey, you mean six men of the year? <laughs> and here's the thing a lot of these awards end up being uh picked based off of how people did in the previous year's playoffs, which Absolutely. is not fair. Yeah. But it, it enters people's mind when they're thinking about these awards. So Fortunately and unfortunately, that favor is Jordan Poole. So I'm going to pick him as my sixth man of the year. I absolutely agree. I feel like when it comes to, um, yeah, like somebody like, uh, I mean, he did really well, but like uh, Ty- uh, Tyler Hero, for instance, how much of that was just who he is in general as opposed to like that year and that year alone? So I'm going to go with Poole as well. I feel like people are conscious of him more than ever after the championship run. Um He's called the third Splash Brother for a reason. And I feel like he's... Listen, when you are the substitute when either Clay or Steph are off, those are big shoots to fill. And he does it effortlessly to the point where people are questioning, like, is he right now better than Clay? I'm not getting to that debacle, but listen, the fact that people are having it at all, Jordan Poole. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I like it. I'm going to go with one that I hate that i'm doing because Uh he recently was on a serious sm saying that there were two choices he was going to go to was either or well three boston toronto or washington and he went with boston because they were quote-unquote further along now i'm we're taking this with a grain of salt but i'm going to go with uh, malcolm brogdon because i really like malcolm i've really liked him since he was in milwaukee and indiana uh and i think that playing uh it's true. Playing with a team with the caliber of the Celtics, uh, with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown coming off the bench, that is a that that's that's a nightmare matchup for anyone for any bench really uh, to to face someone like a Malcolm Brogdon. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with him. Shout out Precious Chua, who will who yeah, are, yeah. Are, is not on the betting odds, but he has a really good chance as well if he's going to come off the bench. However, I'm sure that Nurse is going to play uh, Precious and Gary Trent like on and off when it comes to bench and starters. So probably yeah. not. Uh, but my guess is going to be Malcolm Brockton. So, yeah. But Jay, how about you, man? Let's go with MIP. All right, MIP. Let's hit you with some draft odds again, or not draft odds, some uh, betting odds again. Uh, this is an odd one for you because, as you guys know, I am not a fan of anyone in their second year being favored. This is not fair. Right? They're coming off a rookie season. Of course, they're going to do well. They should not win MIP. Having said that, the there's a couple of names here. Oh, no. There's actually only one name here who's in the second year. Anyways, here are your top seven in terms of betting odd favorites. Number one, Anthony Edwards. Number two, Tyrese Maxey. Number three, Zion Williamson. That's another one I don't like is those coming off That's injury. a weird one. Okay, okay. Number four, Tyrese Halliburton, number five. Ooh, and for me, Simons, number six, Kate Cunningham, and number seven, Jalen Brunson. Scotty um, <laughs> I'm also well, going to be I- choosing my MIP from that list. Uh, I'm going with Tyrese Maxey. Um, he looks yeah, he's looked amazing pick. since the second yeah. half of the year. We saw how good he looked against the Raptors. He continues to look amazing in the preseason. Uh, he's got all the tools there to be an electric scorer. Um, that's all he'll ultimately end up being. But for a team that, again, I have predicted, I've predicted that Philadelphia is going to finish second in the East. That's going to catch a lot of people's eyes. They're going to look at where did that come from. Mm-hmm. Um, and a big part of that will be Tyrese Maxey's improvement. So MIP. Can I just Maxey. say that Tyrese Maxey is the only 76er I like? That is actually Maybe. a fair Yeah, Now that Danny Green's no longer there. That's actually right. fair. Uh, and also, they, they signed uh, Patrick McCaw and waived him the next day. So that could have been another no, one. No. He did they really? For one, they I had him for what, one day, and then they waived geez. him. So. Hey, I mean, yeah. it's better than I'll ever have. 
And Maxi, Maxi, you're right. The only one we like here. So literally, and he's my yeah. MIP. Dre, how about you? Who do you have as most improved player? I feel like, unfortunately, the MIP, the most improved player. Um, I feel like that can often go towards who the league wants it to get. And let's be honest, the league has had a a real soft spot because I can't say anything else without this pod getting more censored. Uh, a real soft spot for the Zion Williamson story brought to you by Hallmark. So I feel like yeah. uh, absolutely he absolutely has a good chance. But at the same time, I'm hoping that he has a better year in general because, I mean, look, listen, I, I don't like hating on players just for the sake of it. You know, is it fun to be like, oh, you know, everybody was wrong about Zion. Sure, but at the same time, this kid's got mad potential, which we haven't even seen fully unlocked yet. And he's lost a lot of weight, a lot of weight, which was the main concern. He Still, his style of play is really hard on his knees, still hard on his body in general. Um, But if I have the Pelicans in playoff contention, not very high, but in playoff contention, a part of that has to come from, you know, Zion coming in and, and doing really well. So I'm going to say with Zion, but otherwise I'm going to, maybe think that Cade Cunningham is going to have a breakout year as well. But I'm going to go with Zion. Yeah. Cade's a really good pick. Uh, he's he's fantastic, and he only played half the season last year. But I agree with Jay when it comes to like second-year players. It should be that you are getting better because you're in the league. You, are, you have the facility. You have the trainers. It's all about the mindset. And if you don't have the mindset, then you are like you shouldn't be a first overall player with i just feel like it's hard for a a second year player to win it but at the same time i wouldn't be surprised if Cade won it because he's a really good player my choice when it comes to the mip is uh i think i don't i i I would like it to 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 happen for him um it's i think it's going to be kind of a long shot but i should know jay you said he's going to be that he's the number one odds favorite so i'm going to go with anthony edwards aka ant aka kermit wilts apostle uh he is dangerous he he looks incredible every single year and with a back uh backcourt with both gobert and uh carl anthony towns i think it might open up things for anthony edwards on the outside so yeah i'm gonna go with that's actually the only reason why i didn't go with him is because i feel like he has so many people around him that will also Mm. be shining but i'll tell you this anthony edwards is almost undeniably going to be an all-star this year Hmm. That's a take. I feel like I feel like they're gonna be like the Hawks, where they're gonna have multiple. They're gonna have Cat. They're gonna have Gobert. They're gonna have Ant. And who knows how well they're doing the off season? But they're gonna be flashy AF in the actual season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I finally see like a a future for the Nug for for the Timberwolves. I haven't seen that in a while. I haven't felt that in a while for for the Wolves. Okay, let's keep moving on. Uh, Roy, Rookie of the Year last year. Of course, Scotty Barnes won it last year. Uh, This year, it's without Chet, I feel like it's going to be quite unanimous. But let's see what you guys think. Uh, It's not going to be unanimous here, baby. So the odds-on favorite right now with Chet injured is Paolo Banchero. Uh, the rounding out the top five in terms of odds are Keegan Murray, Jaden Ivey, Jabari Smith, and Canadian benedict mathurin i'm gonna Shout go out with canadian or can wait indianadins in, indianada <laughs> indiana indians yeah yeah whatever you got there uh i'm going uh because again we, i think we all agree orlando is going to suck they're going to be dead last yep. um at yeah. least with keegan murray who i'm going with here the kings could make some noise could squeak their way into the playoffs and again who are we going to look at as the one who helped them get there right it's not it, Maybe Sabonis has a breakout year, Fox has a great yeah. year, whatever. But what really changed would have been the addition of Keegan Murray. So I'm going to give it to him. He's looked outstanding in summer league. Just continue that over in preseason. I'm going with Keegan Murray. I mean, really, I, I, I'm, because I don't really watch college ball or international leagues as much as I should, I'm always very bad at guessing this, unless it's like very obvious. So, like, next year, I think we're all going to be unanimous unless he, like, breaks both ankles or something. Anyways, let's not wish that on anyone. Um, mm-hmm. But this year is going to be really tough. I'm going to go 
with Keegan as well. Like he, Keegan's on the Kings, right? Yeah. Yes. I feel like he's got enough people around him, like Scotty did last year, where he can be benefited off of their play, but also show what he can do. And because I feel like you might be right, Jay, that if the Kings aren't in playoff contention, they're at least going to be like decently close. They're not going to be bottom of the barrel this year. Like they're not, they're not obviously tanking. Yeah. They can't be the worst. They can't be not this year. They can't be anyway. So because of that, I feel like maybe he will have a a way of, you know, getting that forefront for the, in short, I have no idea. So I'm just going to agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay you know this, this is gonna be funny this pod this episode in particular is either going to show us that we actually know something or no, we're complete idiots because i'm also going to go with keegan and here's the reason wow. why i think that paulo is fantastic he's going to play so much on the match because they want him they because they want him to because they don't really have anybody else uh but that which also means that with a young core run with Jalen, with jonathan isaac france wagner there's going to be a lot of mistakes that they have to go through together which means that they're going to lose a lot of games which means that they're going to turn the ball over a lot and the assisted assist point ratio is just not going to be there for paulo but he's going to play a lot of minutes and he's going to score a lot now when it comes to the king's roster for Keegan Murray, who is going to play uh, alongside uh, DeMontis, alongside Darian, and and even have like vets like Malik Monk, Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, it's going to help him get better instead of just throwing him into the fire. So I think like performance wise, and if it's true, if the Kings do make it into like even the play in or even go further into the playoffs, while the Orlando Magics are just going to continue to struggle. And I know that I praise them as like, you know, the future, but it's the future is not now for them. I think I think they have a long way to go for Keegan. I think this is going to be a great way players around him to possibly get him the rookie of the year so we either are going to look really stupid guys or we're going to say that you know we all picked keegan to be rookie of the year what about the defensive player of the year Uh, jay who you got oh uh hmm i'm gonna go with gobert okay sorry i should list you some some odds here we got in in order again gobert bam Giannis, evan mobley robert williams Draymond, Mikhail Bridges, Joel Embiid, Marcus Smart. So that's your top nine. I'm surprised Ben Simmons isn't there, especially when he's going to be accepting a mostly defensive role. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprised. It's that's one of those point. like no, that's when, a good when, point. Yeah, when you miss a year, right? That's true. Like you'll notice, like Kawhi's name is not popping up in any of these, right? Like you, when you miss a year like this, it's kind of hard to to sh- to kind of show up again, and it kind of lends to what you were saying earlier about the NBA trying to prop up Zion because Zion essentially missed a year. Um, but his name keeps popping up as a possible MIP winner. So mm-hmm. um, back to the Defensive Player of the Year, I think you're really going to see that the value that Gobert brought um, to Utah we, when he brings it over to Minnesota. Minnesota already is a great defensive team because of Chris Finch. Gobert is going to further mm-hmm. highlight that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Utah's really going to plummet without Gobert. So I'm going to give it to the, uh, what's his nickname? The Stifle Tower? The Stifle yeah. Tower, yeah. The Stifle, Stifle Tower. Tower. Uh, spoiler, I also have Rudy. So, Dre, who do you got? Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so you'll know this more than I do. If if Rudy were to win four, because I'm not going with Rudy. If he were to win four, is that the most for a defensive player of the year? Is, is that a Ben Wallace? Did he get four? He also, ben Wallace also had four. Okay, but that's like the top. Yeah, I'm pretty sure four is the most. That would be crazy. It was like Ben Wallace and I don't think Matumbo did four. Rudy and Dwight Howard have won the award three times. And it looks like, yeah, most wins is the Kembe with four. And I also think Ben Wallace. Yeah, Ben Wallace and the Kembe has won it four times. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. so he would be in a pretty strong, uh, pretty uh, pretty great company, I would say. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh this is tough. I'm just going to go off the grid a little bit, honestly, because he's come close to winning it before, and that was with somebody as well-rounded as Joel Embiid. All I can imagine is, like, with the amount of crap defense that Brooklyn had, 
And now he's going to be their be-all, end-all on the defensive front. And we're going to see when um, when Kyrie is, like, bringing the ball up or when uh, KD is is doing floaters or driving to the driving to the net or shooting at the perimeter. Who's going to be all around blocking everybody, especially not in a point guard position that's Ben Simmons? And I feel like, look, we've given him a lot of crap before. I know it's stupid to go against the odds, but this is why I don't gamble. Um, you know, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say Ben Simmons. If not, he's for sure he has to be considered after this year. If all goes well, mind you, because how could it not? That's not a bad pick, honestly. I wouldn't. That would be pretty interesting to see him like because I feel like def- defense has is a lot of effort, right? The effort given to it, and then you know what storyline is about this these these nets team it's just like zero effort on, on all regards so if the one person who puts so much effort and wins defensive player of the year is on the brooklyn nets that would be hilarious i was just looking at some stats and i think the mutombo no sorry ben wallace was the is the only player that had won twice two times in a row twice wow which is incredible so 0103 and 05 to 06. It's that's that's incredible. Um, so yeah, I also have uh Rudy Gobert as defensive player of the year. Okay, last two, we got coach of the year. Jay, who you got? Uh, I'm not gonna list all the odds because coach of the year is always a crapshoot. Yeah. So yeah. there are about 12 it's who have legitimate chances at this. Do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm gonna go lean on how I had teams kind of shaking up here. And while I'm not gonna place the guy on top whose team I have at the top of the conference. I don't. I'm picking uh, Taylor Jenkins of the Memphis Grizzlies. Ooh, damn, that, Jay. Same. Same. <laughs> like, I have them finishing third, but let's keep in mind that Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be out for a while. And mm. I think that he's he's got what's, uh, he's got a deep roster that it'll prop up the team in Jaron Jackson's absence. And at the end of the day, they'll, they'll the, the voters will see, oh my gosh, it's got to be the coaching that, that did it. Um, not mm-hmm. the incredibly deep roster they have. So I'm giving it to Jenkins. Uh, Jason, copy-paste. Yes, copy-paste. Uh, Dre, do you also have Taylor Jenkins, or do you have somebody else, a.k.a. Nick Nurse? <laughs> Nick Nurse. I can tell you it's not <laughs> going to be. It's not going to be Udoka, is that too soon? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's a little bit too soon, but all right, keep going. Uh, I'm going to go because we have them all relatively high, and I feel like once you actually have multiple pieces on your team and not just one two-time MVP, you can like show what you could do a little bit better. I'm gonna go with uh, Mike Malone of Denver. I feel like you know if nice. Denver does really well, okay. um, if they do really well, and you could see how well he's utilizing his pieces and they have a good standing. I don't see how he his name couldn't be up there. I re- yeah, that's a really solid choice, and I really thought you were gonna go with Finch. I had Chris Finch initially, but um, because I also I don't it doesn't match up with me having Minnesota down at seven. Like if I had Minnesota higher, like you have them at five, I thought you would have gone with Finch. That's that's well. Then again, let's actually see how they do because I feel like Minnesota and Cleveland these are both highly hypothetical situations. They could completely shit the bed in the same way that we thought that Brooklyn was going to be fantastic that first year that they had all their pieces and they weren't injured. Um, I mean, the same could happen, or we could be dead wrong about them doing well, and we could be wrong about Brooklyn, who could be finals contending. Like, we don't know. It's such a crapshoot, but I wouldn't count them out entirely either. All you could say for Coach of the Year is, like, don't give it to the teams that are going to be terrible. So, like, yeah. uh, Popovich is the GOAT, greatest coach of all time. He's not going to be a contention. If, he, if the Spurs make the play-ins... He has to be a run-in for best coach of the season. Like, it's impossible that he's not. But, like, it doesn't go to the teams that make the plans. It goes to the teams that, like, do really well. Yep. Yep. I like it. I like it. All right. Finally, we got the MVP. Okay. Uh, just so I'm just going to go first because I have a, a trivia for you guys. So I'm going to go with Jokic. Um, Again. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jogos for the three, third time in a row. Uh, I think he's incredible. Um, he, there's not really a player like him at this moment uh, who is who who always looks tired when he's out there. <laughs> <when> he, 
<laughs> he drops like 20, 10, and 15 every single night for you. And with the fact that he has Jamal Murray now, his assist is just going to go higher. And also his PNR, uh, when, uh, I guess points is going to be higher as well with the help of Jamal. Um, Jokic, I think, is going to be MVP. Really close is going to be uh, uh, Giannis um, because I think Giannis is, going to, is about to have a really big year this year as well. So I think those two are going to be uh, in contentious, and I think Jokic is going to get number three in a row. Now, my question to you guys is there have only been three players uh, in the history of the NBA who has won three-peats MVPs. Can you tell me who these three are? I can guess one is MJ. No, MJ did not win three in a row. MJ has won more than three, but not three in a row. What? Okay, that's wow. Okay. Um, oof. I know LeBron didn't. Mm-mm. Russell's got to be one. Bill Russell. Bill. Yeah. For a second, Bill Russell. Westbrook, uh, like he's only got one. <laughs> Bill Russell, yes. No, I was talking about D'Angelo Russell, obviously. Oh, D'Angelo De- <laughs> Russell got ice in his veins. He's got at least 10. I'm going to give yeah, one to... <laughs> Bill Russell's one. Uh, Chamberlain? Perfect. That's number two, Will Chamberlain. number. He's got he's I can't got three imagine Kareem so... did during that time because of, you know, he was going up against Larry Bird, but I'm just going to... Uh... Oh, God. So just for context, Bill Russell went three in a row in the 60 to 63. Will Chamberlain went three in a row from 65 to 68. And there's one more that won an 83 to 86. Okay, so I'm going to guess Magic oh. Johnson. That's Bird. No. Oh, Larry Bird. Yes, it is. Ah, oh, goddamn. Larry Bird. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> it's all good, man. Larry Bird, Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell has all won three in a row. And I think soon to be Nikola Jocic. Jay, who do you have as MVP this year? Uh, Joel Embiid. Um Finally, eh? last year, yeah. Finally, gets it. Yeah. Uh, so okay. I've got them finishing second in the East. Uh, I think that you know Harden's going to keep bragging about how he gave up more money to make this team work. But at the end of the day, oh, it's Embiid's team, and uh, this is the next step. And we saw a little bit of that next step against the Raptors in the playoffs. Uh, Philly's ready to uh, exercise some demons here. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got uh, Embiid winning it all. I would nice. love if that happened. Yeah, and Dre, how about you, man? I would love if MVP? that happened because I don't have Embiid. Uh, although I would like if he finally did. Um, I don't have Jokic either. In my personal opinion, I feel like the three peat has become borderline impossible. Otherwise, Giannis would have been up for it. Um, it's tough. I feel like the MVP is either for the best team, like the star player on it, so like an Embiid, or in the cases of Jokic once or twice, arguably, like for sure once, arguably twice. Um, For Russell Westbrook, sometimes it goes to the player that single-handedly saves the team from being complete and utter trash. Um, And because I have the Mavericks projected uh, uh, in hindsight a little too high, but now I've moved them up to like four, I'm going to go with uh, Luka Doncic, who also, like Embiid, not quite as much as Embiid, let's, let's be real, but also was expected to be an MVP winner by now, but hasn't been. Um, I feel like Abid was much closer realistically. And whereas uh, Luca was kind of, it was kind of his own doing that he wasn't, but also because he didn't really have like the team around him that he deserved. I feel like this is the year where he's like shed a lot of weight, gained a lot of muscle. Uh, he's practiced in the off season, clearly. Um, Let's go with Doncic, especially because what did I say about Zion? The league loves certain players, and to an extent, they do love Luca. That's fair. They do. They it's 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 kind of like international right now, right? Like the last couple of 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 MVPs, Giannis and and Jokic, and I don't see why not when it comes to Luca and as well as Joel Embiid, if you if you count him as as French. Well, he's uh, from Africa. Um, no, um, he's he's trying to get that French citizenship. That's true. That's true. But yeah. here's a question that I have to ask because whether it's Jokic or Embiid, dare they give it to yet another big man, power forward or center, for the fifth year in a row? Big man league. Right? They might. They might. Yeah. 
It's true. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. You got the East standings, West standings, predictions, uh, champs, and cha- or East and West champs, the champions, as well as the individual awards. Let us know who you guys have as all of these awards for all your predictions. We love hearing it. We love seeing it. We love hearing it. And Jay has this all stamped and proved. And we'll see who is uh, looks pretty crazy and who looks like a demigod in the prediction world. But Jay, Dre, where can we find you, Jay? Uh, since we haven't done this in a while, where can we find you online? Yeah, you can find me at uh, on Twitter at Rosalosaurus. Uh, I have another full season of media cred, so I will be at games every now and then covering the game hey. Raptors HQ. Uh, I've got a couple of player previews that are out, uh, well, coming out. The, the Fred Van Vliet player preview for the season is ready to be published should be out shortly uh, i'm working on another one for thad young and the weekly wrap-up is back on mondays yes. so i'm getting started on that previewing your games of the week Dre. yeah you can find me on twitter at i am left e-y-e-a-m-l-e-f-t and you can follow my film editorial and review website films fatale f-i-l-m-s-f-a-t-l-e.com no spaces and also listen to my film-based podcast the k-cut you could find it on apple and or spotify um yeah that's pretty much it for me what about you jason well you can find all of us at that's Rap podcast again the raptors are coming back the season is finally here starting on the 19th but until then that's a wrap